And just like that, the Calgary Flames are back in the game. Jonathan Hoobie Doobie Huberdo is here to save the day. Let's get right into today's episode. You're locked on fantasy hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Thank you so much for making this your first listen every single day. We appreciate all the love and support. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Steele Roden, a graduate of the College of Sports Media from downtown Toronto, a fantasy hockey fanatic, been doing it for over a decade now, wrote an article for the Hockey News, so make sure you go and check that out, as well as YouTube for the last number of years posting on NHL Quick Hits YouTube channel. So make sure you're checking out all the content. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Again, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. I will be riding and flying solo for today's episode. Unfortunately, my co-host Flip Livingstone is unable to make it for today, but of course the show must go on. The podcast must continue. A lot to talk about, and a lot has happened over this last weekend. And we're going to talk about everything from the Matthew Kachuk trade, the blockbuster trade that sent Matthew Kachuk to the Florida Panthers, and Jonathan Huberto to the Calgary Flames. To me, this came out of left field. Never would have thought this would have happened in a million years. But here we are, Jonathan Huberto, a Calgary Flame, and Matthew Kachuk, a Florida Panther. Of course, we got to get into the Patrick Line signing as well. Four years, $38 million. Uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand was traded because of that signing. They had to create some cap space, some wiggle room to re-sign this guy. And we're going to get into that conversation as well. And of course, the guy who was drafted third after Patrick Line in the 2016 draft, Pierre-Luc Dubois, signs a qualifying offer with the Winnipeg Jets for a one-year, $6 million contract. We're going to talk about all of this on today's episode, but of course, we have to start with the blockbuster shocking trade of Matthew Kachuk being sent to the Florida Panthers for pretty much Jonathan Huberto, but there are some other assets in this trade, so let's dive into it right away. Florida, they receive Matthew Kachuk and a conditional fourth round pick, while Calgary receives Jonathan Huberto, Mackenzie Weger, prospect Cole Schwitt and a first-round pick in the 2025 draft. Uh, I'm going to get this out of the way right now before I forget, but the battle uh, the battle of Alberta, to me, is long gone now. As, as, as intense as that battle has rose this last year and over the last couple of years, it had the same intensity as it crashed and burned uh, this season, this offseason. Uh, you know, Zach Cassian was traded to the Arizona Coyotes. Matthew Kachuk traded to the Florida Panthers. The Battle of Alberta is pretty much disbanded. Uh, those two are pretty much the guys who carried that battle uh, every single time those two teams played against each other. So now that both of them are gone, I don't think these, the Battle of Alberta or these games are going to be anything spectacular to watch, even though they still have some great players, of course. But I wanted to get that out of the way because I thought that was really funny. And that's just my take with the Calgary Flames and Edmonton Oilers, the Battle of Alberta. But let's get down to the actual trade itself. To me, Calgary came up on top here. Um, an absolute fantastic trade 
for the Calgary Flames, getting Jonathan Huberdeau, a guy who just put up 115 points, Mackenzie Weger, a top four D man, a B plus, a B B plus uh, prospect in Cole Schwitt, and a first round draft pick, which we knew they were going to get in return from Matthew Kachuk. But when is the last time that we've seen two players who just put up? A hundred plus points in a season pretty much get traded for each other. And on top of that, you throw in a great prospect, a pick, and a top four D-man. Calgary Flames are right back in the game. Flip and I have talked to Flip and I have talked about this over the last couple of episodes. With Johnny Goudreau's departure and now the Matthew Kachuk trade, they were it was gonna be tough for them to defend, you know, the the, the, the uh, division title in that sense. But now with Huberdo. I think they can make a real good push at defending their division title. And to me, Huberto is one of the most underrated players, underrated superstars over the last five years. A very consistent guy. Uh, you know what you're going to get out of him. This guy's a visionary, a playmaker, and that's exactly what the Calgary Flames need right now. Uh, obviously, with the Johnny Goudreau departure, they're losing a bunch of uh, offensive productivity there. They're losing a bunch of goals and a bunch of uh, a bunch of playmaking, a bunch of apples from that guy. But this team, we already know, has the the uh, personality, the persona of a gritty physical team. They they love having uh, playing a physical game. You got guys like that: Milan Lucic, Blake Coleman, Kevin Rooney, Nikita Zadorov. Those guys are going to be your gritty guys, your physical guys, getting in the battles every single. Even I'm going to throw Tyler Toffoli in there because I've seen him throw the body around. But this is why Jonathan Huberto is such a great player and such a great asset for this Calgary Flames team right now because this is what they need. A guy who's going to elevate the uh, elevate the teammates around him, and that's exactly what we're going to see. So make sure you're keeping an eye on uh, for these guys that Jonathan Huberto is playing with, whether it's Elias Lindholm, Tyler Toffoli, Andrew Mangiapane, Dylan Dube, guys that are playing on the top six fours, who they're going to get minutes with on the power play and just you know five on five. He's a playmaker. He's going to be setting up his line mates and setting up his teammates, uh, his teammates. And that makes Jonathan Huberto a great asset for fantasy leagues, and especially around the Calgary Flames top six forward group right now. Even Sean Monaghan, uh, who's back in the lineup, hopefully to start the season. But the Calgary Flames are right back in the, in a good spot, in my opinion. Even if they aren't able to, you know, with this trade, if they're able to re-sign Huberto and Weger for long-term deals, Absolutely fantastic. Love to see it. I think they would be great and would be great for many, many years uh, for the Calgary Flames. But if not, in return, they can just ship them out again, trade them, and get future product, uh, future prospects and picks as well. So it's a win-win situation as of right now. They did, they you know, they had to play the hand that they were dealt. Uh, Johnny Goudreau's departure very, very shocking. Even though there was a, a big deal on the table, they knew that Matthew Kachuk was going to be traded uh, after obviously stating to them that he wasn't going to be returning for a long-term deal. They had to get a deal done and they, sw they swung big and they got big Jonathan Huberto, Mackenzie Weger pick and a prospect. They, they, they hit an absolute grand slam here. Calgary flames are right back in it and are going to be a top team now in the Western conference, but for the Florida Panthers, to me, this is exactly what they needed as well. I think Alexander Barkov is going to be extremely pissed off with management because his good buddy, Jonathan Huberto, is not in the Panthers organization anymore. But Matthew Kachuk is a fantastic player who just had his career high in a career season of 104 points uh, this past year. So coming off a fantastic season, we're good. And this, again, 
Flip and I have talked about this Atlantic division. This Atlantic division just continues to keep getting more and more stacked. We're going to see a lot of uh, the Kachuk brothers playing against each other. Brady Kachuk on the Ottawa Senators. Matthew Kachuk on the Florida Panthers now. We're going to get a ton of Matthew Brady, uh, Matthew and Brady Kachuk. So I'm super excited for this Atlantic division. I'm super excited for fantasy hockey. These are two guys who you got to keep your eye on. They're going to be going in the top two rounds, uh, of course, because that's how much, that's how great these players are. And they bring a lot to the table, especially Matthew Kachuk at 24 years old and especially for keeper league. So make sure you're keeping your eye on him. If you can get him at the right pick and at the right round, take it, take him immediately because he gets shots, blocks, hits, penalty minutes, and he just came off a career high of 104 points. So make sure you're tuning in. A lot of content going to be coming, uh, you know, coming up soon. Mock drafts, top five players. We're going to get all into that. But of course, like I, at the top of this episode, I need to let everyone out there know about betonline.net. Betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sport wagering information from live game embedding, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered for whatever you need. Bet Online is the best app and the best website to use. Head to, to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions that are happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen. Every single day, don't forget we are free and available on all podcast platforms, which also includes YouTube. So if you want to continue seeing this beautiful face, make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with just your with your boy Steel Roden here. We're flying solo today. We're keeping it groovy. And let's get right into the next guy who's also 24 years old, Pierre-Luc Dubois. We've been talking about him a lot recently, obviously with the rumors that he was in Montreal for draft night, expecting to be traded there. He clearly wants to play for Montreal, but the Winnipeg Jets are able to get a deal done, a qualifying offer, a one-year $6 million deal. And I actually relatively like this deal. I think this gives him the opportunity to have another go at uh, another go with the Winnipeg Jets, maybe get a better mindset heading into the season like we've seen uh, like we've heard from guys like Mark Shifley, they need to know where this team is heading. They don't really know what the future was holding a couple of months ago. I think they know where they're heading now, especially with the hiring of Rick Bonus uh, a couple of a couple of uh, weeks ago or just over a month now. But I really do like the signing of Pierre Luc Dubois to a one-year, six million dollar deal. I think it's a fair deal. I think it's the right price after putting up sixty points this past season. 28 goals as well. Flip and I were just talking about his fantasy impact. He's going to be a huge fantasy guy. I still think, you know, you could probably wait till round eight, maybe even to, you know, between eight and 10, but that's where I have him at as of right now. Um, but again, with everything swirling around that he was seen in Montreal on draft night, clearly wants to play for there. I think he's going to start realizing that the situation with the Winnipeg Jets now is getting a little bit better. And we kind of saw that situation with Patrick Line when he was with the Jets uh, just a couple of seasons ago. He wanted a bigger role. He wanted a higher role. He thought that he should have been the one 
on the top power play unit on the left-hand side, taking those one-timer or receiving those one-timer passes instead of Mark Shifley. And I think that's what Pierre-Luc Dubois was looking for too after being traded there, that he needed a little bit more respect, a little bit more uh, leeway up front and getting those opportunities. And I think he deserves that shot. He's 24 years old. He's 60. He got, he just came off a 60 point career high season, 28 goals, another career high in goals as well. And I, again, like, I think he's going to start realizing that this upcoming season is going to be different with the jets. Uh, after just looking at the daily faceoff lineups as well, he's been moved up to the first line and he's going to be playing with Kyle Connor. And as of right now, Cole Perfetti, so it looks like, I don't know if it's true, but as, as from what I'm seeing from the daily face-off, they're going to be playing these younger guys a lot more this upcoming season. Dubois, 24. Cole Perfetti, 20 years old. Kyle Connor, he's 25 years old. And we know how great Kyle Connor has been for the Winnipeg Jets. But it's also the fact that uh, their leaders right now, the guys who have been, you know, their superstars for so many, many years now, Blake Wheeler, 35 years old, coming off his worst season in seven years. He still put up 60 points. Don't get me wrong. At 35, 60 points, absolutely fantastic. But over the last seven years, this has probably been his worst year to date uh, in the past seven. Like I said, 35 years old. He started very, very slow. He only had like six assists in 17 games to start the season. Took about 23 or 24 games to get his first goal of the season. So definitely... A slow start took him a little while to get back in the pace of things. And I think we're starting to see a little bit of a change from the older guys getting a little bit less opportunity. They're still going to get opportunity, but less opportunity. And Pierre-Luc Dubois, Cole Perfetti, and Kyle Connor, as of right now, on the daily faceoff, are playing on the first line. I absolutely love it. I think these guys are going to be great. Kyle Connor, he's going to be a fourth, a third-round pick, in my opinion. Uh, maybe even a little bit higher. I need to really look at uh, a ranking system, you know, from, uh, you know, the top 250 ranked fantasy hockey players and get a sense of what this upcoming season entails. But Kyle Connor has been absolutely fantastic. Pierre-Luc Dubois, again, has been dealt kind of bad cards to start his career, but it looks like he's finally getting in the groove of things, getting comfortable with the situation he's been dealt. And, you know, Maybe he has a great year and then he gets traded and that kind of raises his trade value for the Winnipeg Jets. Maybe that's what they're looking for right now. Who knows? But he is going to be a guy you want to have on your fantasy team if you can get him in the right round and at the right pick. Make sure you're tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. And speaking of Pierre-Luc Dubois, let's talk about the guy who was drafted right before him in the 2016 draft, Patrick Laine re-signing with the Columbus Blue Jackets four years, $34.8 million. I know I said $38 million, but I made a mistake. $34.8 million over the next four years. For me, I think it's a little bit of an overpay for, for a guy who doesn't play a ton of defense, who doesn't play, uh, who doesn't get physical with the play at times, who doesn't really dig for the puck, uh, you know, and make those little plays that can really help your team offensively but this is also a guy who can score 35 to 40 goals easy we saw him do it in his second year hasn't quite caught uh hasn't quite got back to that um you know level that he was at in his second season but he can easily score 35 to 40 goals when he's healthy and i expect 35 to 40 goals this season when he's playing with johnny gaudreau he made a statement uh i believe yesterday that after 
he heard the news of Johnny Goudreau uh, signing with the Columbus Blue Jackets. He was super excited because he's never played with a guy of this caliber before. Maybe a shot at the guys he was playing with on Winnipeg on the Winnipeg Jets, but I would tend to agree with him because Johnny Goudreau was just on a different level last year. So I'm really excited to see Patrick Laine and Johnny Goudreau play on the same line. I think both those guys are going to love each other. Johnny Goudreau's a passer. Patrick Laine is a shooter. I think it's a match made in heaven. Get those guys on the top line. Hopefully, you know, Boone Jenner can still have another great season or can build off the season he just had. If not, Jack Roslevic maybe gets an opportunity up the middle as well. There's a lot of things the Columbus Blue Jackets need to do to add and, you know, get some more depth right now. But as the team sits currently, I'm not a huge hater of it. I think it's actually a pretty decent team. I'm not going to say that they're going to make a deep playoff run or even make the playoffs, but I like the team as it stands right now. Corpusalo and uh, Merzlikens are great goaltenders, young goaltenders, but I think, again, the Columbus Blue Jackets are heading in the right direction. Patrick Liney, Johnny Goudreau, especially Johnny Goudreau, a top fantasy prospect uh, for your fantasy team. But Patrick Line, I think he's going to have a huge season, 35 to 40 plus goals playing with John Goudreau. I'm going to say that he finishes the season with maybe 80 points, 85 points, if he can stay healthy, which hopefully he can. This is a guy that I actually might trade for because I loved having him on my team last season, especially with some of the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets decor I had on my fantasy team as well. We're going to continue with the Columbus Blue Jackets because a lot has come out from the Columbus Blue Jackets this past week. But first, thank you so much for tuning in, making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Thank you so much. Flip and I appreciate all the love and support out there. Make sure you're hitting the subscribe and the follow button. You'll get all the latest episodes of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with just your boy, Steel Roden here, keeping it down, keeping it locked down uh, in the midst of all this chaotic news coming out. And to me, this is, it's very sad to, to read, but, you know, it, it had to happen. And that's the Oliver Bjorkstrand trade. The Columbus Blue Jackets trading Bjorkstrand to the Seattle Kraken for a third and fourth round pick in the 2023 draft. To me, this uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand is a guy that you take on your fantasy team in the last couple of rounds, 13, 14th round, uh, you know, depending on how many teams there are and how many players you have per team. Yeah, the 12, the 13th to 14th round is where I would be looking at Oliver Bjorkstrand, a guy who consistently puts up uh, 45 to 50 points a season. I think a very underrated bottom six guy who can play on the second line as well. But it's very sad news to see uh, him get traded like this. I don't know if any of you know out there, but after he was traded uh, or when he was traded, he was actually just married. Uh, he just had his wedding a week ago before being traded. He was all, he also just bought a house in Ohio. He got married in Ohio last week. He's currently on his honeymoon and that's how he found out he was traded to the Seattle Kraken. That's not a good start to your, what to your marriage life. That's not good news to start your honeymoon. And it's honestly just very, very sad to see a guy who just got married, who just bought a house in Ohio, who loved playing for the Columbus, gets traded after being married. It's a very, very tough situation. But again, those are the cards. Those are, that's the hand that he was dealt, and he's going he's gonna to get back into it. This is a guy who I also think 
matches very, very well and who can you know play very well with a guy like Jared McCann. So I'm looking for those two guys to get some chemistry going. I'm looking for those two guys for uh, you know to build off depth players for my fantasy team as well as guys who I would be looking at on a week-to-week basis if they're playing three, four-plus games at that week or if they're just playing really good because those are guys that I were looking at last year and they really, really helped out my fantasy team down the stretch to get me to the championship uh, championship final round. Unfortunately, came up a little bit short, but those are the guys who you need to keep an eye on on a week-to-week basis to really set your team above and beyond and uh, win your fantasy league. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. For your second listen, make sure you check out Locked On NHL. Locked On Experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked on NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, just like this one right here. So make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. Once you do, you'll get all the latest episodes of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day, Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern time. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.